Welcome to HR Confidential. This is Heather Krentler, your host for HR Confidential and Senior Director of Human Resources here at Crane with... Hi, it's uh, Robert K. Elder, and I'm Director of Digital Product Development and Strategy. And I'm I'm going to totally blow your mind today. <laughs> oh, we're changing Ro- it up. Okay. We're switching it up today. I, I got an inquiry okay. this week right. from someone who said, I- I'm picking up something kind of funky in yeah. the workplace. I think I'm getting fired. How do I know? And this is something that actually being in HR, people will walk in and, and people I've never talked to, mm-hmm. people I have no relationship with, but they are desperate and scared and they'll come and be like, am I getting fired? And it's like, wow, hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> Your name again is. <laughs> Wait, that, that, that's wonderful SEO, by the way. Am I <laughs> HR confidential? Am I getting fired? So, so, I this. So, so what are the telltale signs? Telltale signs. Listen, you know it when you see it. Yeah. I, I just I hate to I'm I am making people panic right now. No. But it's it's not unlike when you're carrying a communic a communicable disease. I see it. <laughs> I cannot wait to see where this is going. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so like if you're snotty and sneezing and people just don't really want to be near you, it's a little bit like that. Um, if your manager is avoiding you. At all costs, um, it's it's if they're not giving you feedback, if they're not taking that meeting with you, if they if give if they if they have given up, if they've given up, they've washed their hands. And the really sad thing is, they may have never even tried. Yeah, that's the thing that as an HR person, I just die a little bit inside every time this happens, and it does happen because we have. In this in in this world, we have a lot of ill-equipped managers, managers who have not been taught how to handle these situations and how to give that direct feedback. Here at Crane, however, yeah, we no, train you. It's pretty regimented. It is, very, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, it is very regimented here, and, and we we do our very best to help people feel prepared for those conversations. But the rest of the world, unfortunately, we're not. You don't know it until you've been taught it. Yeah. And so what managers find themselves doing is they've given up, they've lost hope, and they've got some date in their mind and they're just dreading it. So um, to make people less paranoid, there's a generational difference that you've actually talked about before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so talk about how that might lead to perception because is it, yeah. it, it's, uh, it's, it's not baby boomer, boomers. Yeah, it's Gen X people, right? I'll take you there. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, so let's just I – won't, I won't – well, okay, fine. I'll use labels. I hate <laughs> using the labels. You're forcing me to use labels. But, but, but Gen X people, right? Yeah. So in general, your baby boomers, um, they will take – Nonverbal signs of communication um, to mean that things are fine. No news is good news is yep. how they're pretty much going to take that. Gen Xers, <laughs> those poor souls of despair, many of whom are probably listening right now, are going to take no news as, oh, my gosh, I'm getting fired. Yeah, as a vacuum. They yeah. will absolutely interpret it in the most negative light possible. Just, just fill it with paranoia. That's, that's right. I I d- and, then, and then you go to uh, the beloved millennials, yeah. and they go, no news is, I'm a 
amazing. <laughs> so it's and that's that's what we have to work with. And so there's if you're if you're a Gen Xer, please don't go to the dark side unless you really have cause to. Right. Um, baby boomers, you might want to ask for some verbal feedback. And millennials, please don't assume you're awesome. I was gonna say, as a Gen Xer, I just think of that that Nirvana lyric: uh, <laughs> "Just because you're paranoid, don't mean they're not after you." <laughs> so, but 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 what are the telltale signs? So it, yeah. Uh, one, um, actually, I was talking with somebody the other day who was worried about this, and they're like, "I'm not getting invited to meetings." Yeah. So being frozen out is. Yeah. A telltale sign. The freeze out. When you start seeing a, a pullback on the personal communications mm-hmm. between you and your manager, they, they start getting just all business. Yeah. Um, they start dredging up examples from the past. Uh. Not unlike personal relationships. Mm-hmm. When things are getting mm-hmm. sour, mm-hmm. all of a sudden things that were cute and lovely and totally no problem at all become a big deal. That's how it is in, in the workplace. Right. They start saying, well, remember a year ago you screwed up that presentation. What? Yeah. Why did we not talk about that a year ago? Yeah. Um, so that's that's if you start getting really dusty feedback, you are probably getting dusty feedback because an HR professional is telling the manager you need to give them documented feedback, and the manager goes, "I haven't done it yeah. like ever." Yeah. Or and uh, you also uh, we were talking about this before. You were talking about making uh, mountains out of molehills. Yeah. So like again, a sign that HR is in somebody's ear. Is when they start, they're look, they're now looking for things. You're under a microscope, yeah. and it becomes that's the opposite of the freeze out in some respects. Because instead of wanting zero interaction with you, now they're micromanaging you, yeah. and they're catching every little flaw. So things that used to be excusable um, are no longer excusable. Um, but what any good HR person will tell you, managers, is you cannot make molehill or mountains out of molehills. If you're not going to treat everyone else on the team with the same yeah. level of scrutiny. Yep. So uh, if it's you uh, and you're being treated this way and you're seeing peers not being treated that way, that's a major red flag. Yeah. yeah. And it's not okay. It's not okay. And illegal, yeah? Yeah. it's Well, it's, it's not illegal, but it's perfect breeding ground for a claim is yeah. what I'll say. Yeah. Um, when you talk about legalities, you're really talking about protected classes, which is a whole right. different conversation. Which a, yeah, which is, a, which is the next podcast. That's right. But, 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 you know, at the very least, unethical. And again, just not a good work environment. No, you would hope that it would be a work environment of, of constant feedback and open communication. Now, here's the next thing. If all of this is giving you sweaty palms and you're shaking right now hearing yeah. this and you're feeling like that really is me right now. Then it begs the question, what do you do? And I've had people look me in the eyes and say, I think I'm getting fired. And I say, I can neither confirm nor deny. It's a Senate hearing. <laughs> right. But – and most of the time I don't even know to be honest. Yeah. But they're looking – so what do I do? The question then becomes is, A, do you know the expectation? Do you really get it? Do you get the gap between what you're delivering and what they're expecting? And if you do, do you think you can achieve it? Mm-hmm. If so that brings us, so if you think you can achieve it, you communicate that and you work with the manager and say, I see where the gap has been. I believe I can deliver it. Here's what I need in your partnership and your guidance to help me get there. And here's by when I think I can get there. And then you work your butt off to get there. But in your experience, 
Is it ever possible to overcome that? I think because yes. I've because I've only seen it once. You know, I've had people crumble when they've been put on a performance improvement plan. These are called PIPs, mm-hmm. right? People just absolutely devastated. And I look them in the eyes and I mean this when I say it. I've seen many people come out of a PIP and never have to revisit it. Mm. And they remain employed. A lot of times it was just a matter of missing communication, not having enough feedback or not having enough training or not having enough resources. And once you teach both manager and employee to overcome those things, it works just fine. Mm -hmm. See, and I think – and and again, this is just what I've observed – Sometimes you cannot overcome a personality conflict because it's right. sometimes not just performance. Sometimes right. it's team fit. Sometimes it's company culture. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it is really hard to come back from that road. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of the other outcome. You know, if you're feeling like I'm going to get fired and you're, you don't understand the gap or you don't feel that you truly are capable of reaching that expectation or you think it is a personality conflict. And frankly, you just are never going to gel with this manager. Yeah then I think you have to have a really honest look inside and say, why do I want to be here? Yeah. Well, and so what are the appropriate responses to that? So one is um, – I'm, I'm actually just – I'm trying to find the I best I mean it's always scenarios. be the bigger person. Yeah, if the yeah. manager is not going to be the big person in this, in this scenario and come forward and say here's the feedback and here's my concerns, then – I, I have to put it on the employee. I hate putting it on the employee because it's the manager's job. Yeah, yeah. But if it's me, I'm going to step forward. I'm going to say, listen, I'm picking up on some weirdness. What's going on? Is there something that I'm not doing that I should be? Is there something that I haven't met your expectations on? Right. <clears throat> and again, just going from, you know, if it's not just performance, if there are other issues, you know, team issues, et cetera, et cetera. Is there any way to sort of address this in a way, you know, we've talked about this before, you know, uh, leaving on a high note. or Totally. And, and, but so, so is it, you know, storming out and saying I quit before you're fired probably is not going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, but is there a graceful way to leave that, uh, that doesn't leave you vulnerable? Listen, just because you're not – we're going to assume for a moment that you're not meeting the expectations of the role. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean you're not adding value. Mm -hmm. So it always behooves both employee and employer to find some kind of a graceful exit. So if you're picking up that this isn't working and you have the conversation and they agree it isn't, Mm -hmm. I think it's very reasonable to say, then let's talk about what you're willing to do and what I'm willing to do to find a graceful transition. Mm -hmm. I think... You know, do you feel like 30 days, 90 days, 120? It depends on the level of the role and how hard it is to to backfill. Would you want me to help train? If you're a very professionally mature person and you're capable of this, would you be willing to have me stick around and train some of the pieces of the role that I am actually meeting your expectations on? Add value going out the door. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So if you're seeing the signs, please don't feel like a victim. Please don't feel powerless. You do have power. You do add value, and there's always a way to handle it. Well, and is it is it better than rather than waiting around to be fired or the you know the end of your pip for companies that have that? Mm-hmm. Is it better to say like, hey, since this isn't working out, mm-hmm. um, you know, is, is there a, a transition plan? And again, a lot of people, and again, I've been through this a lot, um, have said if I leave by this date and you don't. Um, challenge my unemployment. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what are their options there? 
Well, there are there are all kinds of options in terms of separation packages and things, but but remember, in this case, we're talking about a performance issue, so it's not something that you're likely to get. Right, um, but but I'm I'm just I'm asking from the um, HR perspective: mm-hmm. is HR is HR relieved when they're like, yeah. oh my god, I don't have to document this person for three more months or a month? And if they if they're saying, okay, I'll leave in, in two weeks or I'll leave in a week if you don't challenge my unemployment or whatever it is, mm-hmm. so then it becomes like a financial decision almost. I, I I'm gonna have to say. I don't know. I mean, that's just such a complex, that's a complicated one. But what I would say is this, HR is always relieved and thrilled to be working with a mature person. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, I love nothing more than when someone lets me take my HR hat off and just be a human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like when you're having a tough conversation and, and they don't make you feel like you have to be this super robotic, legally sound entity when they're like, Hey, Heather, I get it. This sucks. Yeah. Let's just get through the paperwork. But, I mean, part of the problem that you do have to let people go in the first place Mm -hmm. um, is they're just not self-aware. Yeah. So so I don't think I've ever had that conversation. What I'm painting for you is a scenario I would like. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody just coming to me and saying, hey, you know, uh, it's not working out. Uh, You know, how about we, you know, find a replacement in three months or a month? Yeah. And and it truly, it does happen. And yeah, people I have aren't never any. Seen it. I would love well, to you, see d- it. you don't see it because what it looks like is somebody moving on to greener pastures or getting a great new opportunity somewhere. And oh, it just so happened they had someone on the bench. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what it looks like, and that's what it's meant to look like because it's meant to come from a place of mutual respect. And it, it's not unlike personal relationships. Two amazing people can mm-hmm. sometimes not work out. Yeah. A great employee and a great employer can sometimes not work out, and it doesn't mean either one of you failed. Yeah. So, just remember. It's not that complicated. That was good. That was great. Remember, all of the questions here on HR Confidential are anonymous, and you can be anonymous too by calling me at 313-327-2209 or emailing me at hrconfidential at crane.com. That's C-R-A-I-N dot com. I've been your host and producer, Heather Krentler, along with executive producer, Robert K. Elder, brought to you by Crane Communications.